so we are doing canto 10 chapter part 1 chapter 6 this is a new chapter it's called the killing of demon putana putana is the demon that demoness who came over there and wanted to feed krishna so we'll do that chapter today <coughs> sukhdev goswami continued my dear king when nanda maharaj was on the way home he considered that what vasudev had said could not be false or useless there must have been some danger or disturbance in gokul as nanda maharaj thought about the dangers of the beautiful son for his beautiful son krishna he was afraid and he took shelter at the lotus feet of the supreme controller while nanda maharaj was returning to gokula the same fears putana whom kamsa had previously engaged to kill babies was wandering about the town cities and villages doing her nefarious duty my dear king whenever people in any position perform the occupational duties of devotional service by chanting and hearing shravanam kirtanam vishnu there cannot be any danger from bad elements therefore there was no need for anxiety about gokula Go- while the supreme personality of godhead was personally present now one of the important things that is mentioned over here is wherever there is a devotional service going on in any particular place it is mentioned that let us say if there is a temple or a vicinity of any holy place where there are these kind of chants going on you will find that the negative elements are not there now many a times we wonder you know whether what is this demons and what is this demonesses and all different kinds of elements that are there uh, in reality we will wonder ki what is it i mean we cannot see some grotesque type of a person coming and eating babies or something like that you know <laughs> it will it will look like very silly because you will say how is it possible it's not possible for having a huge kind of a demoness or demon coming over there and doing something well the idea is that there are mass you know deaths at any given point in time you will find that there were lots of deaths happening simultaneously during the time of sai baba you will remember there was plague the plague killed so many people in villages now we consider it as some disease which is caused by certain rats you know they they spread this kind of a disease but if you actually look at it it is a negative element which is called the demon or which is actually devouring those entire number of people simultaneously there is uh, different kinds of diseases which happen to be you know very uh, spreading very very fast so at such point in time you will find that now in this village it is mentioned that she was killing a lot of children the disease that is basically putana was killing a lot of children so a lot of children were dying in that area so those who are looking for say logic in this this is logical isn't it so you will find that logic works like this once upon a time putana rakshasi who could move according to her desire and was wandering in outer space converted herself by mystic powers into a very beautiful woman 
and thus entered Gokula, the abode of Nanda Maharaj. Her hips were full, her breasts were large and firm, seeming to overburden her slim waist, and she was dressed very nicely. Her hair, adorned with garlands of mallika flowers, was scattered about her beautiful face. Her earrings were brilliant and she smiled very attractively. Glancing upon everyone, her beauty drew her attention to the inhabitants of Raja, especially the men. When the gopis saw her, they thought that the beautiful goddess of fortune, holding a lotus flower in her hand, had come to see her husband Krishna. So, naturally, these kind of demons, they can take up a form. The form looks very, very beautiful and extremely gorgeous so that you feel, you know, that this is like a heavenly type of a damsel who has come over there, a heavenly type of a person. So, never go by the looks, never go by the way a person dresses, never go by the way a person carries themselves. It's extremely important that you understand the character of the person. The character of the person is whatever work that they do in this world, whatever their tendencies are, whatever the way they behave, that is what is a part where they come from. So you will find that she is a demoness. She has created herself into a very beautiful figure. The same thing was there even in uh, other book, which is other book which is very very famous, which is called Ramayana. In Ramayana, you will find that uh, demoness. She is dressed very nicely. She she looks very beautiful, and she comes and she tries to lure Lakshmana, right? And that is where the war starts, isn't it, later on? And then Ram, you know, he, uh, Ram's wife is kidnapped and so on and so forth. Why? Because this woman who comes in front of Lakshman, her nose and her ears were cut by Lakshman. She, and she is the sister of Ravan. Here also we are having one lady, I mean one woman who has come very beautifully dressed and all that and everybody in the village thinks that she is a very nice lady. While searching for small children, Putana, whose business was to kill them, entered the house of Nanda Maharaj, unobstructed, having been sent by the superior potency of the Lord. Without asking anyone's permission, she entered Nanda Maharaj's room, where she saw the child sleeping in bed. Her unlimited power covered like a powerful fire covered by ashes. She could understand that this child was not ordinary, but was meant to kill all demons. So, why is that Rakshasi allowed to enter this place? It's by the will of the Lord. The Lord has allowed her to enter the place. At that point in time, nobody is able to see. You know, many a times in our life also, we have done these kind of things where we are trying to hide from somebody. We are trying to run away from some place. And where the will of the Lord is very strong, you will find that you are able to remove all the obstructions, you know, everything. No obstructions are there. You can go from one place to the other without any problems. So, likewise in her case, because she was granted permission by the Lord Himself, so nobody stopped her on the way. So, she would enter directly right up to the bedroom of Nanda Maharaj, where the child is kept. Alright? 
Lord Sri Krishna, the all-pervading super soul lying on the bed, understood that Putana, a witch who had exper- expert in killing small children, had come to kill him. Therefore, as if afraid of her, Krishna closed his eyes. Now imagine there is a small baby over there and this beautiful lady is walking inside and Krishna is looking at her and closes his eyes. Thus Putana took him on his lap and was to be her own who was she took him on the lap who was to be her annihilation. Just as an intelligent person places a sleeping snake on his lap thinking the snake will be a rope. Putana Rakshasi's heart was fierce and cruel. But she looked like a very affectionate mother. Thus she resembled a sharp sword in the soft sheath. Although seeing her within the room, Yashoda and Rohini, overwhelmed by her beauty, did not stop her, but remained silent because she treated the child like a mother. Now, anybody who is loving towards their child, you know, now if you see a mother who is carrying a baby around, and if somebody comes and lovingly places the hand on the child and says such a nice child and so on and so forth naturally we do not object to this kind of a thing the the mother will never object to this kind of a thing so here there is a beautiful lady walking towards the child and these two ladies are seeing her and yet they do not do anything on that very spot the fiercely dangerous rakshasi took Krishna on her lap and pushed her breast in his mouth. The nipple of her breast was smeared with dangerous, immediately effective poison. But the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna, becoming very angry with her, took hold of her breast, squeezed very hard with both hands and sucked out both the poison and her life. Unbearably pressed in every vital point, the demon Putana began to cry. Please leave me, leave me. Suck my breasts no further, no longer. Perspiring, her eyes wide open and her arms and legs flailing, she cried very loudly again and again. Now, the mothers are looking from that side and here Putana comes and gives her breasts in the mouth of Krishna. And Krishna, understanding that she is a demon, so immediately squeezes the breast and sucks the entire, um, you know, whatever the poison and everything that is there in a breast out from her and that is the death knell is sounded over there as Putana screamed loudly and forcefully the earth with its mountains and outer spaces with its planets trembled the lower planets and all directions vibrated and people fell down fearing that thunderbolts were falling upon them in this way the demon Putana very much aggrieved because her breasts were being attacked by Krishna lost her life O King Parikshit, opening her mouth wide and spreading her arms, legs and hair, she fell down in the passioning ground in the original form as a Rakshasi, as Vrittasura had fallen when killed by the thunderbolt of Indra. Now she is a huge and a massive person. So naturally after Krishna sucks the energy out of her, she collapses over there and dies. Meanwhile, the father is coming from the other place. O King Parikshit, when the gigantic body of Bhutana fell on the ground, it smashed all the trees within the limit of 12 miles. Appearing in a gigantic body, she was certainly extraordinary. The Rakshasi's mouth 
was full of teeth, each resembling the front of a plough. Her nostrils were deep like mountainous cave, and her breasts resembled big slabs of stone fallen from a hill. Her scattered hair was the colour of copper. The sockets of her eyes appeared like deep blind wells. Her fearful thighs resembled the bank of a river. Her arms, legs and feet seemed like a big bridges and her abdomen appeared like dried up lake. The heart, ears and the head of the cowherd men and the women were already shocked by the Rakshasi's screaming. And when they saw the fierce wonder of her body, they were even more frightened. Without fear, the child Krishna was playing on the upper portion of Putana Rakshasi's breast. And when the gopis saw the child's wonderful activities, they immediately came forward with great jubilation and picked him up. Thereafter, Mother Yashoda and Rohini along with the other elderly gopis waved about the switch of a cow to give full protection to the child Sri Krishna. So now, after the death of this Rakshasi, everybody gathers over there, takes the child away. The child was washed, thoroughly washed with cow urine and then smeared with the dust raised by the movements of the cows. Then different names of the Lord were applied with cow dung on 12 different parts of the body beginning with the forehead as done in applying tilaka. In this way, the child was given protection. Now you will find that they use husks, husks you know, and sometimes the grass is used and you will find that a tirtha is prepared, a holy water is prepared, in which there is a little cow urine is also dunked in it. Ganga river water and so on and so forth, many other rivers waters are put in that. And that is smeared on different parts of the body. Now what happens is, in 12 different places, it's mentioned over here, in 12 different places, the name of Krishna, the Krishna's names itself are taken, are mentioned while touching the head, the shoulders, the arms, so on and so forth, the legs and so on and so forth. So there are different regions where the different avatars of Krishna reside in a human being. They are invoked. They are purified and invoked. That place is cleaned out and invoked. And that is how the potency of that particular Lord starts. Starts it. The, po- the entire process begins. Now, most of the time we think you know, that we know so many things. We know so many things because people have dissected human bodies and they have seen a certain aspect of the human body. They have seen the heart, the lungs, the stomach and so on and so forth. But still today there are discoveries happening which we don't know much about. Now, you have heard of the lymphatic system. It starts from here, below, this portion of the body, below. And it proceeds in the entire path. But, last month, there was a very new discovery that was done in the human body. Imagine, we are seeing the human body for last so many years, you know, thousands of years and yet we do not know that there is something different in that body. So it was discovered that there is an, another system which runs from the back till the portion of the head over here and this is an you know, immunization type of a system where you get a certain amount of immunity from a certain things. 
and this is a continuation of this lymphatic system everybody thought that the lymphatic system stops somewhere but it proceeds further now this the discovery the scientific discovery was done just now but our holy books the books that we are talking about they were already describing a lot of things in detail but because of certain names used you know sometimes they say oh this is like this and oh that is like that you know again if you see you know the different names of the lord were applied with cow dung at 12 different parts of the body so we wonder what is all this about but if you actually decipher this entire thing if you break it down further and you actually understand what they are talking about you will find that the sustainability of the human being lies in 12 different locations in the body if these 12 different places are working then the human being is actually alive okay so there is a domain of brahma ji there is a domain of shiva there is a domain of vishnu in our entire body likewise there is a domain of lakshmi a domain of saraswati a domain these are the domains they are called by names imagine today if i take up a plant you know let us say i pick up a leaf and if i ask you what is this leaf so one of you will say oh this is people people tree you have heard of people tree ha huh? people tree and another person who is over there he says oh oh this is the bodhi tree okay so he is calling it the bodhi tree bodhi tree is a tree under which buddha got his enlightenment okay is the same people tree in marathi we will call it pimpalacha zhad <laughs> people you know we try thread around that tree somebody else will say no this is ficus that is a, a scientist will call it by some other name now think about it during the time of buddha it was called the bodhi tree so so the names are wrong is it no there is nothing wrong they called it associating it with somebody that tree was associated with a person so the tree became a bodhi tree because buddha sat below it but before that the tree was called people tree so now think about it here it is mentioned that there are 12 domains of krishna in a different vishnu avatar in the body so during the ancient times they were calling it by that you know when somebody had smallpox or chickenpox they used to say that person has got devi i'm sure you remember <laughs> many years ago they will say usko devi aa gayi hai what is the meaning of the word devi devi means goddess we used to treat these kind of diseases also in the form of goddesses and there were certain prayers and rituals done a certain uh, you know these are these are negative elements so we have to give certain positive benefits to that so some things are given those who follow tibetan medicine will understand that there are various things which are used in tibetan medicine again different parts of the body even if you go to china same way they use acupressure or acupuncture these are nodes in the body they were they were described by the indian yogis the yogis from india and 
the the yogis when they traveled to china they went and taught them over there the same thing are called pressure points those who have seen this movie the you know, 36 chamber of shaolin or those who have seen the chinese you know karate films all day you will find that there are certain places where pressures are applied and then the person may fall, fall down as if we in a trance you know so this is these are the things which were discovered by our yogis in ancient times likewise there are there are places where the purification happens so just to you know give you a small understanding the gopis first executed the process of achamana that is drinking a sip of water from the right hand they purified their bodies and hands with the nyas mantra and then applied the same mantra upon the body of the child now again you will say what is this you take with your right hand you take the you know water in your hand and you drink it that is called achamana you drink it even in most of the temples when you go they give you tirtha little little tirtha over there you drink it sometimes they say you drink it three times so you have to drink it three times i'm sure you remember hmm <laughs> even in bali they did the same thing they gave and gave water and you have to drink it three times so and then they say a certain mantra the mantra is said for purifying that particular thing and then the same mantra is applied to the child as well so these are different different things that are done there are scientific proofs in it but as of now people think that these are very ancient rituals which have no value there is nothing like that this has a lot of value sukhdev goswami continued informed maharaj parikshit that the gopis follow the proper system protected krishna the child with this mantra may aja project protect your legs may maniman protect your knees yagna your thighs now this is the entire mantra that is being told achyuta the upper part of your waist hygrive your abdomen may keshava protect your heart isa your chest the sun god your neck vishnu your arms urukrama your face ishwara your head may chakri protect you from the front and may shri hari gadadhari the carrier of the club protect you from the back may the carrier of the bow who is known as the enemy of madhu and lord ajana the carrier of sword protect your two sides may lord urugaya the carrier of conch shell protect you from all corners may upendra protect you from above may garuda protect you on the ground and may lord haladara the supreme person protect you on all sides haladara is the name of a very famous person whom i'm sure you remember ramakrishna paramahansa he had one more name he was also called gadadhari so his name was on the different names of krishna may rishikesha protect your senses and narayana your life air may the master of shwet deep protect the core of your heart and may lord yogeshwara protect your mind now these are different mantras these are various protective coverings that are applied at different different places those who follow uh, let us say uh, you know reiki will understand how this 
these kind of protective layers are built around different different places those who have gone to reiki healers they will find they, they will definitely understand this the reiki healer is doing something by saying a certain mantra that mantra will protect a particular person in a particular place and that is what is mentioned again here during the ancient time these are the mantras that were said to these particular places may lord krishnigraba protect your intelligence and the supreme personality of god had your soul while you are playing may govinda protect you and while you are sleeping may madhava protect you may lord vaikuntha protect you while you are walking and may lord narayana the husband of the goddess of fortune protect you while you are sitting similarly may lord yagnabhuk the en- fearful enemy of all evil plan- planets always protect you while you enjoy life the evil witches known as dakinis yutadhinis and kusumadas are the greatest enemies of children and the evil spirits like bhut preet pishach yaksha rakshasa vinayakas as well as witches like kotara revati jeshta putana and matraka are ready to give trouble to the body the life air and the senses causing loss of memory madness and bad dreams like the most experienced evil stars they all create great disturbances especially for children but one can vanquish them simply by uttering lord vishnu's name for when lord vishnu's name resounds all of them become afraid and go away now i am sure there are many of you over here who are actually thinking about these things when i was reading this verse these verses you know there are many who have actually had an experience in this kind of things you will find that either in your dream state or when you are sleeping or when you are awake these things are happening around you and you wonder most of the time what is this nonsense i i don't know this person this person is coming in my dream and why is he doing like this and why is this person doing like that even in a awakened state you will find that sometimes you get a certain thing happening at such point in time you will find that suddenly you know when you are looking in that room some something passes like this and you wonder what is all this about you think that it is some shadow or maybe some some sort of a <laughs> some sort of a, you know breeze must be blowing but actually these are elements which are working right around us without our knowledge and they sometimes come in our dreams sometimes they come and disturb us at this point in time in the name of the lord or a protective covering has to be put on top of that place so that there is no such thing going wrong so i hope you understand the region which is basically when we are going from now let us say we are going towards kailash from kathmandu to kailash if you are going by different different forms of transport there are certain stalls certain places where we cannot stop where you cannot enter there are places where you are not supposed to go so you will wonder what is all that about i mean why should i not go i am not afraid of anything sir you may not be afraid of anything but you should not even attempt going over there certain places are out of bounds don't go over there why do you want to go so at such places it's very very dangerous uh i was yesterday telling a story to somebody so i will just tell you the story there was this great sage who had gone to vashishta cave you know there is a cave over there beyond the uh, panchadham there 
at uh, beyond the uh, different confluences of the river of Ganga. So at one particular cave, he is told by the person, don't go over there. So he says, what is there? God is with me. I am not afraid of anybody. So he says, I will go. So the person, there are, there are two people accompanying him. They say, see, don't if you go over there, be careful. You are not supposed to do anything. Don't come out of that cave. So he says, what is wrong? There is nothing wrong. I am not afraid of anything. So when he enters the cave, it's late in the night. And just before sleeping, there is a hefty person, he says, and looks at him and says, See, if somebody comes and wakes you up, don't open the eyes and don't even go anywhere if they call you. Only if I am there, if I take you, if I wake you up, then only you get up. Otherwise, don't wake up. So this person says, Yes, 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 nothing wrong. Okay. And he goes to sleep. So when he goes to sleep, just around, you know, maybe 2 o'clock in the morning or so, he suddenly woken up, his blanket is pulled by somebody. So, he, he removes his blanket and looks like that from the blanket, in a little bit outside. You know, it's very cold in the Himalayas, so naturally he looks like this. And he sees a very old woman and uh, there is, you know, that shekoti as we call it, you know, there is a little fire burning. In the fire burning, he can see that this is a very old woman. And she's telling him, uh, son, can you please help me? I have some problem. So can you please come out? And she is toothless type of a person, you know. So, <laughs> so he says, uh, so he looks at her and then he suddenly remembers this fellow telling him, don't wake up and don't get up from your bed if something like this is happening. He remembers it and he just closes his eyes and keeps on doing his mantra job. Suddenly, now he is totally paralyzed. He is totally paralyzed. He is not able to move. And he wonders now how to call out to this other person because he is completely paralyzed. Suddenly, the other person wakes up and he, he is also able to see this person. Immediately what he does is, he takes a big stick, starts making a noise and tells her, get out of this place, get out of this place. And the moment... Everybody wakes up and suddenly this apparition vanishes. So this person who was so confident about himself then declares, I am very sorry, I, I should have believed in you. Now we may in, the, in our you know, urban area don't have this kind of thing, hey, there is nothing wrong. Sir, there is everything wrong over there <laughs> except that we don't know about it. So these these are different different elements and they are going by the different names called Dakini, Shakinis and so on and so forth. Now, if those who come over here, I can show you an entire book of Dakinis of that place. I have an entire pile of books on that. So if you are really keen, I can, you can read it from there. I wouldn't advise, but you can see. So there are certain regions and certain zones where you are not supposed to even go or try to attempt to go alone. So be careful. And especially when you are having this kind of an experiences, just remember the mantra that is given to you. Or just remember the Divine Lord and just say the name of the Lord. Don't worry about it. All things will be fine. Okay. So even during the time of Sri Krishna also, there was this kind of thing. So... Don't uh, think that today it is not there. Today also it is very much there. Hmm? Srila Sukhdev Goswami continued. 
All the gopis headed by Mother Yashoda were bound by material affection. After they thus chanted mantras to protect the child, Mother Yashoda gave the child the nipple of her breast to suck and they got him to lie down on his bed. While all the crowd cowherd men headed by Nanda Maharaj returned from Mathura and when they saw on the way the gigantic body of Putana lying dead, they were struck with great wonder. Nanda Maharaj and the other gopis exclaimed, My dear friends, you must know that Anakadudhundi Vasudev has become a great saint or a master of mystic power. Otherwise, how could he have foreseen this calamity and predicted it to us? So, he is talking about the other person who had warned him. The inhabitants of Raja cut the gigantic body of Putana in pieces with the help of axes. Then they threw the pieces far away, covered them with wood and burned them to ashes. Because of Krishna having sucked the breast of Rakshasi Putana, when Krishna killed her, she was immediately freed of all material contamination. Her sinful reactions automatically vanished and therefore when a gigantic body was being burnt, the smoke emanating from her body was fragrant like the Aguru incense. Now, Krishna is very kind in these kind of things. Even those who hate him, even those who are his enemies, he treats them very nicely because they are constantly taking his name. They are constantly trying to do some harm to him. So when you want to do harm to some person, you know, you remember your enemy's name much more than you remember your friend's name. You know that, no? Even in our regular life also. Suppose, you know, if you have a very bad teacher, I am sure you remember the name of that teacher even if you have uh, become 30 or 40 years old. You will say, you know, Mrs. So-and-so, that, you know, that lady teacher who was there, she was very bad. <laughs> and you also remember the, the name of the person who was very good to us. So likewise, we also do the same. So in case over here, Putana, who, whose body was touched by Krishna and whose milk was sucked by Krishna, she became liberated while in that body because he pulled out all the negative element from her and released her. Releasing her by the touch of Krishna, she gets released. And her body becomes very, very fragrant. That means all the negative element collected in that body was completely destroyed. Putana was always hankering for blood of human children. But with that desire, she came to kill Krishna. But because she offered her breast to the Lord, she attained the greatest achievement. When what then is to be said to, of those who have natural devotion and affection for Krishna as mothers or who offer him their breast to suck or offered something very dear as the mother offers something to a child. See, normally the suckling of a child is done by the near and dear one, that basically the mother. And the mother's love is flowing through the breast. You will find that those who have done the other aspects of Krishna in basically in the form, not this, this is a child. We are going to do Krishna's other forms further on in this book. Now that is, the, the particular aspect is called the Madhurya aspect. Madhurya aspect is the one which in which there is Madhurya. Madhurya is the extreme kind of love. Even in that you will find a similar kind of a thing is there. When anybody offers Krishna this kind of a affection or love or devotion, 
Krishna gives them the highest form of devotion ever. That means they achieve the highest place in his domain. And that is what this Rakshasi got. The Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna is always situated within the core of the heart of the pure devotee and he is always offered prayers by such worshipable personalities as Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva. Because Krishna embraced, embraced Putana's body with great pleasure and sucked her breast, although she was great witch, she attained the position of a mother in the transcendental world and achieved the highest perfection. What then is to be said of the cows whose nipples Krishna sucked with great pleasure and who offered them milk very jubilantly with affection exactly like that of a mother? So, to the child Krishna also there were various cows which offered him their milk. Now, imagine, they also have attained such a highest devotion in their world. And this is an aspect of Krishna which is a very beautiful aspect of love and devotion. That is why they say, na suckling. The Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna is a bestower of many benedictions, including liberation, that is Kaivalya, or oneness with the Brahma effulgence. For that Personality of Godhead, the gopis always felt maternal love and Krishna sucked their breast with full satisfaction. Therefore, because of their relationship as mother and son, Although the gopis were engaged in various family activities, one should never think that they returned to this material world after leaving their bodies. So Krishna's association with various devotees of his in the various aspects can give them kaivalya, that is a different kind of a liberation. And here, this is a mother and a child relationship. Upon smelling the fragrance of the smoke emanating from Putana's burning body, many even inhabitants of Vrajabhumi in distant places were astonished. Where is this fragrance coming from? They asked. Thus they went to the spot where Putana's body was being burnt. When the inhabitants of Raja, who had come from distant places, heard the whole story of how Putana had come and had been killed by Krishna, they were certainly astonished and they offered their blessing to the child for his wonderful deed of killing Putana. Nanda Maharaj, of course, was very much obliged by Vasudev, who had foreseen the incident and simply thanked him thinking how wonderful Vasudev was. O Maharaj Parikshit, best of the Kurus, Nanda Maharaj was very liberal and simple. He immediately took his son Krishna on his lap as if Krishna had returned from death and by formally smelling his son's head, Nanda Maharaj undoubtedly enjoyed transcendental bliss. Any person who hears with faith and devotion about how Krishna, the Supreme Personality of God, had killed Putana, and who thus invests his hearing in such childhood pastimes of Krishna certainly attains attachment for Govinda, the supreme and original person. So we have come to the end of this chapter. Uh, we still have certain time, so we can do the next one. This is chapter 7 from Canto 10, Part 1, the killing of demon Trinavarta. Trinavarta is another demon who came to kill Krishna. Now there are various demons who are going to come to try to kill Krishna because that was the order of Kamsa. 
in parikshit said my dear lord sukhdev goswami all the various activities exhibited by the incarnations of the supreme personality of god are certainly pleasing to the ear and to the mind simply by once hearing of these activities the dirty things in one's mind immediately vanish generally we are reluctant to hear about the activities of the lord but krishna's act, childhood activities are so attractive that they are automatically pleasing to the mind and ear thus one's attachments for hearing about material things which is the root cause of material existence vanishes and one gradually develops devotional service to the supreme lord attachment for him and friendship with devotees who give us the contribution of krishna consciousness if you think it fit kindly speak about those activities of the lord so those who hear the word of the lord through the mouth of saintly people or what we call as a satsanga at such point in time it removes all the evil thoughts that are there in our mind so every time uh, let us say for example you have certain thoughts going on in your mind now these thoughts are very very disturbing and they are destroying your peace of mind at such point in time it is extremely important that what you do is either you maybe you know now in today's day and age we have youtube and so other some other places where you can definitely go and listen to some bhajans or kirtans or some such type of you know holy hymns that are sung you will find that immediately after some time your mind starts becoming numb to all the dirty things that were going on in your mind earlier and this is a way of removing a lot of dirt from the mind your mind becomes peaceful and you do not have any such thoughts after this ever again and that is the reason why we say satsanga is very very important to be in the company of the holy is extremely important because it takes away all the dirt and the evil things that are there in the mind or we don't hear anything dirty in this world please describe other pastimes of krishna the supreme personality who appeared on the planet earth imitating a human child and performing wonderful activity like killing putana sukhdev goswami said when mother yashoda's baby was slanting his body uh, can you just mute tatara was slanting his body to attempt to rise and turn round his attempt was offered observed by a vedic ceremony in such a ceremony called uthana which is performed when a child is due to leave the house for the first time the child is properly bathed just after krishna turned 3 months old mother yashoda celebrated his ceremony with other women in the neighborhood on that day there is a conjunction of the moon with the constellation rohini as the brahmanas looked by joined by chanting vedic hymns and professional musicians also took part this great ceremony was observed by mother yashoda so we also have some different different ceremonies going on in our world you know in today's day and age again you can see there are no ceremonies being performed but you will find that people post my child is become 1 month old see it in facebook my child has become 2 month old you see now he is turning around my child has become 3 months old now he started to move along and they have the the uh, videos the videos are shot and that is also put up now in olden times there were ceremonies performed when these kind of different different steps were taken i am sure there are certain uh, you know there is the south indians over here will definitely know that when you have to say a certain word from the mouth you go and do a certain puja in the temple ha huh? or you go and you start reading and the child learns to read 
at that point in time a certain letters are taught to him this is a very important ceremony performed nowadays most of the people have forgotten the ceremony so here there is one ceremony that is mentioned after completing the bathing ceremony of the child mother yashoda received the brahmanas by worshiping them with proper respect and giving them ample food grains and other eatables clothing desirable cows and garlands the brahmanas properly chanting vedic hymns to observe the auspicious ceremony and when they finished and mother yashoda saw that the child felt sleepy she lay down on the bed with the child until he was peacefully asleep the liberal mother yashoda absorbed in celebrating the uthanna ceremony i was busy receiving guests worshiping them with all respect and offering them clothing cows garlands grains that she could not hear the child crying for his for for his mother at that time the child krishna demanding the milk to drink the milk of his mother's breast angrily threw his leg upwards lord sri krishna was lying down underneath the hand cart in one corner of the court courtyard and although his little legs were as soft as the leaves when he struck the cart with his legs it turned over violently and collapsed the wheel separated from the axle the hubs and the spoke fell apart and the pole of the hand cart broke on the cart there were many little utensils made of various metals and all of them scattered hither and thither now just imagine there is a small child who is kicking the cart over there now a child kicking the cart you know i am sure you know the three month old child if you take in the hand and if he keep he keeps on kicking you like this like this like this you know how 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 soft it is very soft and very nice you feel so like you like it you know you will touch the feet and say oh it's so nice to touch and now look at krishna krishna goes and kicks this cart and the cart breaks into various pieces it's falling apart from all over the place and even the utensils and stuff like that that were kept in the cart they are all falling down so they all flew hither and thither and mother yashoda and the other ladies who had assembled for the uthanna festival and all the men headed by nandamara saw the wonderful situation they began to wonder how the hand cart has collapsed by itself they began to wander here and there trying to find the cause but they were unable to do so now naturally they are not expecting krishna to do this kind of an activity it's a small baby what can the baby do they all think like that but they don't know who the baby is no <laughs> the assembled cowherd men and ladies began to contemplate how this thing had happened is it the work of some demon or from evil planet they asked at that time the small children present asserted that the child the cart has been kicked apart by baby krishna as soon as the crying baby had kicked the car, cart's wheel the cart had collapsed and there was no doubt about it you know small children they always tell you the truth they will tell you papa papa this happened or mummy mummy this happened and we normally don't tend to believe them see kya bachcha hai kuch bhi bolta hai is like that <laughs> the assembled gopis and the gopas unaware that krishna is always unlimited could not believe that baby krishna had such inconceivable powers they could not believe the statement of the children and therefore they neglected the statements as being childish talk now think about it this is another chapter remember the death of putana and nobody in the village still believes because this is maya maya covers everybody up nobody remembers situations associated with krishna always know this one thing in krishna's world you know if you are ever in krishna's domain he will cover you up as if there nothing has happened it is his magic what we call as maya it will never it will never you will never think that 
he was doing something like that you will think that oh it's a natural occurrence or it's something very extraordinary happened in this world but you will never associate secondly you may not even have the memory of that thing happening and that is the reason why all the gopis and the gopas don't remember how he had killed putana thinking that some bad planet had attacked krishna mother yashoda picked up the crying child and allowed him to suck her breast then she called for experienced brahmanas to chant vedic hymns and perform an auspicious ritualistic ceremony <laughs>